Morning, handsome. Coming at you from Handsome Headquarters in sunny Oakland, California, this is Morning Handsome on liberalguildradio.org and morninghandsome.com. I'm your host, Lee Sanger Golden, and my co host today is Sean Moses. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing good. Uh, happy to be here, Lee. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. It's good to have you here on Morning Handsome at Handsome Headquarters. Happy to have Sean joining Team Handsome. And, uh, you know, we're the most good-looking guys in podcasting, as you can tell from this broadcast so far. At least in this room. At least in this room. Um, we got a lot of good stuff to talk about on the, t- on the show today. Uh, Mel Gibson is making a Hanukkah movie. Ben Affleck has a beard, as does Portland. Uh, Michelle Obama's tennis uh, photo op with Serena Williams. Whose arms are hotter and whose are creepier? 9-11, 10 years later, Osama bin Laden is dead. George W. Bush still at large. Michelle Bachman knocked down a notch by Rick Perry. What does that mean for the 2012 Republican uh, presidential field. Also, Windows 8 is coming out despite being 10th operating system for Microsoft. Uh, Michael J. Fox's foundation is selling his shoes from Back to the Future to itself. Uh, Will Arnett and Jason Bateman from Arrested Development are doing a Mystery Science Theater 2000 type thing for the Xbox Live. Uh, John Galliano is an affected, uh, he's a convicted Nazi now. Newsies is coming to Broadway just a few years too late for anyone to give a shit. Um, it's Pearl Jam's 20th anniversary just 20 years after anyone would give a shit. Burning Man, do we really still care? Yes, why? And they unveiled a Marilyn Monroe statue in Chicago, and there was a topless Pulp Fiction appreciation thing going on in New York, and Dick Cheney unofficially endorses Hillary Clinton. All this and more on Morning Handsome. Sundays at noon on MorningHandsome.com. All right, good morning, Handsome. Oh, good morning, Handsome. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I believe is this what, what episode is this number two or? Uh, this is episode three ish. Three. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want to know where I stand. Episode three. Good. I get my badge. Yeah, we've had about like three weekends where we've recorded. The first weekend we just did a little bit of preview. Last weekend, you know, some of the gang at Handsome Headquarters came by to uh, record a few segments. Uh, but we're really just getting things going here at Handsome Headquarters. You know, just trying to get the lay of the land and uh, get used to this whole podcasting adventure because really, um, I'm talking fast here because I'm so excited. My whole life, I've just wanted to have, you know, a, a radio uh, kind of recording studio in my home um, and always liked playing radio as a kid. Um, and I had this dream of uh, setting up uh, uh, my home here as Handsome Headquarters and recording this show, Morning Handsome, and here we go. I know. Uh, as um, I mean, our listeners probably are riveted to find out, you did a little bit of interior decorating to get this place going. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, we you know, had to rearrange the, the apartment a little bit. A uh, little feng shui going on, right? Is definitely. That what, what they call it, the feng shui? Yeah, you know, I moved, I got a new TV and started moving that around, moved the couches around with your help, um, you know, uh, got rid of my ex-girlfriend's coffee table and replaced it with a Ghostbuster firehouse, which I used as the Texas School Book Depository in a all-toy reenactment of the JFK assassination. So I, I can see that. It's down here uh, left beside my feet, and it's very exciting. I feel, though, as if I'm uh, some sort of monster in their world. What must they think of me? Uh, nothing, they're plastic, but we have an actual two-scale model of the 1961 X100 uh, 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 car 
that Kennedy was shot in and uh, posing as Kennedy we have Superman and Lois Lane reaching across the back pulling Superman's brains uh, as uh, Jackie Kennedy in steel as uh, the uh, Secret Service guy reaching for them desperately. Well, it's like I said, all very riveting. So kryptonite bullet then it must have been. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got Lex Luthor is standing up in the... Um, uh, t uh, Ghostbuster Firehouse as the book depository, but I I'm gonna get like a little plant and uh, put <laughs> what's his name Boba Fett behind a plant, and that'll be like the grassy knoll. So is this like an is this an officially Kennedy sanctioned like the Kennedy estate? Did they sanction this, or is this something you had to apply for, or just out of your own passion? Um, you know, I really don't know. I could I I should at kick kennedy on twitter and ask her if 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 her family would endorse this kick kennedy is that i'm not familiar oh, oh well kick kennedy was originally one of the uh, uh jfk's sisters um and she was killed during world war ii but she was like a real hero she was you know obviously american but went over to england to um and married like an english royal dude and uh helped out in the war and was was killed in the war and you know kind of the first Kennedy kid tragedy of that that generation, uh, but her nickname was Kick, and her her full name was Kathleen. Uh -huh. And years later, uh, Bobby Kennedy's granddaughter, uh, Kit Kennedy, who's a uh, you know she just seems like a real nice kid. Real, Kit real... Kennedy, so another one has come down yes. the line. Okay. Yes, so she's named after the original Kathleen Kennedy, nicknamed Kick. There's a new Kathleen Kennedy, cute kid. She's I don't know 20, 23, 24 years old. So legally cute. Then you're not like yeah. being creepy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, kind of creepy, but uh, yeah, she's she seems like a nice kid, and by kid I mean I'm three years older than her, and she's like as old as my little sister. But well, you should get her on the show. I, you know, I'd love to get Kit Kennedy. She's doing like the next uh, Aaron Sorkin movie, so I'm I'm not sure that she's particularly interested in in you know calling into our little podcast here in Oakland. Oh, you know, the stars like doing little shows like this. It's ironic, you know. It's it's kind of cool in the Hollywood community, right? Like, oh, I'm gonna do the show of this really creepy guy who's into my great uncle's you know death whatever who cares oh i mean you just hide the weird stuff before <laughs> she comes i mean that's pretty much it i can hide the weird stuff i can't hide my weird self though that's true you're kind of weirding me out right now so yeah well um so let's get to the news um you know top of the issues is that mel gibson has announced that he's making a hanukkah movie a hanukkah movie yeah uh, a movie about uh, judah maccabee who was um a Jewish guerrilla warrior who fought against the Greeks um, to uh, get out of the yoke of under get out from under the yoke of their oppression, um, and uh, was really hist one of history's earliest guerrilla warriors. And his story eventually became the Hanukkah story because after they won the the battle with the uh, the Greeks, they uh, took back their temple and tried to light their their menorah Jew candle thing. Uh -huh. And I'm a Jew, so. I, I learned these things in Jew school. Um, and, uh, you know, the whole miracle was that they only had oil for one night, but it lasted eight nights. So that's why it lasts for eight nights, the, the holiday. Um, so Mel Gibson's making a movie about Judah Maccabee, who is the hero who saved the day for, for Hanukkah. You guys, you guys have like, that's like your main holiday is just like some candles burn for longer than they should. Right. And I know your guy, Jesus, is like walking on water and like making zombies and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a little, I gotta say, a little weak. I mean... Getting people just totally blitzed on his own blood. 
and then we're like, we won a very important tactical battle, and then we <laughs> managed to be such Jews about our oil that we managed to make what would be a Goyim's oil for one day and last for eight days. It's not what? really even a miracle. It's a good deal. The, <laughs> the other thing that I'm interested in, I want to come back to, as I see on the screen here, very nice screen, uh, that you spelled Hanukkah with an H. Now, I'm more of a CH man myself. Is there, is there like a... Um, preferred it's spelling all, it, it's all incorrectly spelled if you're spelling it in uh english letters you know yeah I it's like right. it's supposed to be you know it's a it's a a transliteration of like a hebrew word no matter what so whether you spell it hanukkah or hanukkah it really doesn't matter okay well that's it's a very important distinction for a uh, irish catholic yeah. to make i you know i'm interested this isn't you know it's a it's very interesting thank you sure no problem i appreciate your 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 perspective Sean. Um, oh, what was that? Nice segue. I don't know how to transfer. I'm going to say his name in a funny way. Um, so, but let's talk about the implications of like it, Mel Gibson making a movie like this. Because in some ways he's the worst guy to make this movie. Because, you know, you think about The Last Temptation was such like a Jew-hating movie. But then he's also kind of the best guy to make this movie. Because when you think about Apocalypto, which was a cool, historical, bloody movie which I assume that the Maccabee movie will have to be, like, he could probably pull that off well. And for years, ever since I was a kid, I always wanted it to be a Maccabee movie. It just seemed pretty pretty cool, like these ass-kicking Jews. Um, and so I'm thinking that Mel Gibson's probably doing this to prove to people he's not anti-Semitic after he went on his little anti-Semitic rant. Well, it's nice, though. It's like he's giving you, basically, his psychological profile of the Jewish people. And that's a nice tool to have for the future. It's like, now we know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll probably be good. I mean, it'll at least be like well made. Like, I, I don't think we really know like what his intentions are. As do, you, do you think it was artist. part of some sort of like community service for being like such an ass? Did, yeah, did the judge, Hollywood did people. a judge hand this down? He's like, I uh, well, I judge that you got to make a Hanukkah movie. Now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is like part of the uh, yeah part of his uh, court case is that he had to had to do this to get out of jail. That's really good. So uh, Ben Affleck has a beard. Um, he uh, he he kind of he's trying to look like I think like John Hamm did in the off season when he grew a beard because you know John Hamm has really stolen the square jaw uh, attention away <laughs> from Ben Affleck. The dimple chin. They both are of the dimple chin variety. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're getting our first call here live wow. on the air. I'm excited to have a caller on the air now. Who okay. do we have? Uh, my mom. Oh, let's have her on. Hello, you're on Morning Handsome. It's supposed to be the morning. Don't tell them that it's afternoon. Yeah, no, don't lie. We're we're supposed to be respectable people. Yeah, we're supposed to be respectable. What's up? You're on Morning Handsome, Mom. Did you set up the TV? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, you don't have it up yet? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I have it up. I have it up. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It's not turned on. Okay, I just found the Okay. You're the first caller on the show, Mom. You didn't even know you were a caller. That's exciting. No, 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 it's fine. It's the first day. Everyone knows it's, it's okay. I think she was, uh, that was innuendo there, Lee. I think it went right over your head. Well, no, you have to give your opinion on things we're talking about. So Ben Affleck has a beard. Uh, do you think this is a good idea or not? I like Harry's faces. Oh, okay. Whoa, do, you, wow. do you like Ben Affleck? He's okay. Uh-oh, yeah. that means somebody likes him. Oh, okay. Oh. top ten. Okay. I'd be excited to hear a top ten. Can we get at least a top five? Top five for Ben? No, not what Ben. 
He has no. he has more than one look. Okay, yeah. good. I'm lost. Vigo. 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 Vigo Mortensen. Yeah, he's he's handsome. He's very handsome. And Sean. 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 Sean is very handsome. Sean Connery or Sean Moses, right here. Hey, what's going on? How's the trip? Oh, it's good. Just got back and uh, excited to be here in the studio recording my first episode of Morning Handsome. Uh, how was Barcelona? Uh, it was great. Uh, absent bars and some history, and it was a fun time. Good, good time. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, hey, Mom. We have one more question for you. So I know Mel Gibson used to definitely be on your list, but like not so much anymore because he's been such a douche, right? Well, he's making a Hanukkah movie. He's making a, a Judah Maccabee movie. So would this let him get back on your list? If, would he get on your good list by making a good Jew movie? You know, I'm a good believer in redemption. Oh, that's beautiful. No, that's a Christian thing. No, nope, that's ours. Okay. All right. Well, well, I guess we'll have to see how the movie is, and then we'll know if he could be, like, handsome enough to be on your list of, of men that my mom thinks are hot. <laughs> Oh, that's only three. Okay, so we got Vigo, possible, like, interchangeable Mel Gibson, if, he, if he's a good boy. He'll count. Um, Hugh Jackman, I assume, is, is on there, too, yeah. right? Okay, and then... And Sean, so that's, like, a solid four. Is Ben on there? Is Affleck on there? No? Paul Newman, but he's You would have sex with a dead body. That is gross. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Mom. Well, you're listening to Morning Handsome. We'll be right back. Bye-bye. You're listening to Morning Handsome on liberalguiltradio.org. And we're back on morninghandsome.com, brought to you by liberalguiltradio.org. And uh, we got some more news coming up. Uh, I'm your host, Lee Golden, and uh, this is my co-host, Sean Moses. Howdy, Sean. I'm doing good. Uh, Glad to be back. It was fun. Okay, we didn't really go that far. We just kind of stood up, drank some water, and sat back down. Well, we went and we came back. That, that makes mm-hmm. sense. So, as you know, um, being in shape is something that is really important to Michelle Obama, who's our current, um, well, what's it called, um, first lady. She's yeah. the first lady. Strongest f- first lady out of all the black first ladies, I would say. Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, she met up with um, one of sports' greatest legends, um, Serena Williams, who's this real, real wonderful um, tennis player. And um, her and Michelle Obama have, like, really great arms, like, for totally different reasons. Like, Michelle Obama's arms are, like, beautiful, like, really well-toned, and Serena is just ripped. Yeah, she looks... I saw her playing uh, one of the things, uh, as your mom alluded to, I went on a trip recently. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of U.S. Open over there. That was like the only thing I can get in English. So, mm-hmm. saw me some Serena. She's a beast. Yeah. Well, she's a woman, but uh, she has, uh, compared to most women, I would say, yeah, she has beastly sized, um, you know, No, like I'm afraid of her. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't really want to get in too much trouble with women and black people on this, like, the first day by calling one of oh, no, she's the most beautiful. celebrated people in the African-American no, community No, no, I would have beast. sex with her, too. I'm saying she's beautiful. I'm just saying, like, I'm intimidated. Like, okay. she's, she's visibly stronger than I am. All right. Okay. She is. She is. Definitely. Um, well, you know, it's, uh, it's 9-11 plus 10. 
Yeah. Um, do you remember? Four where... more years. Four <laughs> more years. It's been ten years of nine eleven. I'm like so nine eleven out. Like. Yeah, I was. It's still sad. I know. It's basically. I get it. Now we're inspecting the dust. It's like. Basically, when will people get over nine eleven? I'm kind of over it. Um. I don't think I was ever like it was ever under it. Under yeah, I was never. It's to quote friends, I was never like under under it. Um, I mean that's like a pretty appropriate slash inappropriate way to look at it, considering that like that's the tragedy is there was people under a whole bunch of rubble, literally under nine eleven. Yeah, and like we here in California, where you know the only terrorists we have are earthquakes. Um, we're a little like, well, whatever, who cares? Like, we sort of ignore, like, the effect that it had on New York as a city, which is such a strong, vibrant part of American culture, and then, you know... Well, my question is, is when is the war on terror going to turn towards God? You know, he's like a natural terrorist, just yeah, trying to God kill people with all of his, like... terrorized us more than anybody, really. So, I say we should take our war... Troops out of Afghanistan, troops out of Iraq, and we're going to heaven. We're yeah. fucking taking God down. We got Bin Laden, we got Saddam, Gaddafi's on the run, God's the next terrorist. Take him down. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if like a nuke would take down um, God. Oh, it'd be cool though. It'd be like nukes versus angel forces. You know, <laughs> yeah. like that would be badass. I would watch that movie. Just like angels flying around like after like fighter jets like totally dog fighting yeah that, exactly you can imagine it you know so yeah I, so we make it let's do it dude what if jesus had a lightsaber that'd be hella cool i imagine that he probably had some sort of lightning powers doesn't that seem to fit like jesus maybe just a guy with a beard and i think he's you know but like lightning he just seems like he'd be able to control lightning yeah i mean storm can so why can't he um, good point. Yeah. Um, so Michelle Bachman was like the front runner in the the who's going to be the next Republican candidate for president race, um, also known as the primary, and um, she got knocked down by Rick Rick Perry in the primary, um, who's a Texas governor, right? Uh, I have no comments on this issue. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really to say. It's like you know, they're all they all seem kind of. Um, were like like douchebags yeah um, i don't know i'd have to well okay here's my comment i guess i have to rescind my previous statement but i like uh you know who who said he might run is um wolf dude the guy who, the former u.n uh, ambassador I uh, wolf man the wolf man yeah wolfman wolfman's running yeah <laughs> and jack his running mate is jack nicholson as the wolf from wolf it's not really a very balanced ticket, so I don't it's think a it's going ticket. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wolf ticket. The wolf part. Speaking of wolf, Teen Wolves, um, um, the original Teen Wolf, Michael J. Fox, um, is um, doing a little uh, promotion for his charity, you know, because he suffers from the, the the disease that he has. Um, what's that, that called again? again? Uh, uh, Parkinson's? Parkinson's, yes. Yeah. I'm not being like an asshole. Like, I just forgot what it was for a second. Um, like those cool kicks that he wears in Back to the Future, they're selling those like to get money for the charity. Oh, for um, his own charity. 
Yeah, no, actually, for a charity for um, all the people that are going to suffer when they inevitably remake Back of the Future, <laughs> they're like starting a charity already to help those people cope. Sorry, we know you're going. We know you're going to need a refund. This is for movie theater reimbursements. Also, speaking of Teen Wolf, the second Teen Wolf, Jason Bateman. Um, yeah, he he plays like the Teen Wolf's cousin who also is afflicted by a Teen Wolf. <laughs> 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 um, uh, he was the second one, and he's teaming up with his old pal uh, Will Arnett of uh, Arrested Development. Um, connection and they're doing like a mystery science theater type thing like over Xbox over Call of Duty like people are going to play Call of Duty and they're going to like talk about how dumb it is yeah no I, I saw that you had uh, you had uh, you know brought this up to me here and uh, it sounds like a good idea um, is this this is free or is this a paid service or how does this work I, I don't know how it how you're supposed to you know get access to this um I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm assuming I'm going to try it out a little bit, see if it's, you know, watch a preview, see if it's, it's something worthwhile. It definitely seems like in my wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. Being um, a, a young male of a certain age in America. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a comedy nerd. I'm also, an, you know, I, I wish I was more of a video game nerd. Like, I feel like as a kid, I had more time to play video games. Now, like, I just have video games, um, but I don't really play them because when I have free time, I'd rather be doing something creative like this. Yeah. Um, so well, they're just for show. I mean, like all those yeah. books you have, <laughs> like yeah, all those books that really are just fake books. Um, and but if you pull a specific one, it will reveal the original sets from uh, Frankenstein. That I, I I did. I saw that. I thought I was just drunk. I pulled it one night. I was looking <laughs> for some light reading to cure some insomnia. Brought on by the hard alcohol I was drinking. Um, it was a it was an amazing experience. Yeah, cool. Um, anyway, uh, John Galliano like said something about how he's like the he's Hitler or something dumb like that. Like, um, so but Hitler of the fashion world, right? Yeah. But here's the thing: like, even as a Jew, I'm not too offended. I'm like, of course he loves Nazis. Like, fashion people love, like Nazis loved fashion, and fashion yeah. people love Nazis because they're just such like they're like the they're the best dressed villains of all time. It's know? all just about telling people what to do, isn't it? And they like they like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he's now he's like a convicted Nazi. Like they took him to court. Like you're a Nazi. He's like, all right. And then they're like, we're gonna find you. And he's like, okay, what we're gonna do it. is we're gonna put you in this camp and uh, chill there for a while. Maybe some trains involved. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I mean, I'm totally okay with our fashion designers being Nazis. The Nazis created great costumes. I, I, I'm just I don't want Nazis to be running countries. I'm totally down for them to be running fashion fashion industry. Whatever. Fuck the fashion industry. Who cares? They could all be Nazi alien. Um, one uh, one misstep, I think, in the fashion uh, of the uh, the Third Reich's outfits is the skull on the helmet. You know, it's a little tacky. I mean, that's so cool. Uh, it's I, it's and like a biker kind of. I mean, I wouldn't sport it, obviously, because I'm not a Nazi. Not but for like, a country. Yeah, <laughs> you just cool. said it for a biker club. Yeah, it does make it a little too like obvious. Like, yeah, yeah, we're totally evil. We just have dead faces like on our hats. <laughs> we got them cheap. And uh, we didn't know this thing was going to last so long. Our guys, so. don't the Green Beret have that? They have like a skull on it. Oh, it's like some or is chevron. That just something... It's a chevron and a sword or something, you know, There's militarily. Like a... I've seen guys that have like, maybe they've just seen that in video games. I don't know. They just glue it on. They're but... like, I got this from the craft store. It looked cool. That's the problem with the Nazis is they, they try to do things that they weren't good at, which was like, they're not good at, um, you know, running lives, but they were good at like coming up with like, like hot 
bad guy outfits. And you know what they're also <laughs> good at? Stealing a symbol that otherwise is cool looking, yeah, but then like misappropriating perfect, Their it. use of the swastika is a perfect example of how like they have good taste. In yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know, that's a cool symbol. And I just sometimes naturally draw it on paper because it's, it's natural. And now everyone thinks I'm a Nazi. Yeah, like that 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 swastika um, thing that I made out of uh, post-it notes. Exactly, that. you know that was just <laughs> like, a nervous thing. Like I'm just gonna make swastikas. It's natural. <laughs> it's notes. ingrained in nature. Yeah. Um, Newsies is coming to Broadway. Uh, exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I don't, I don't really see why I need to make that into a movie. I uh, one little backstory on Newsies. I actually, when I went to Universal Studios as a kid, you know, part of their tram ride, take your rounds before the Jaws thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show you the sets of stuff, and they were actually filming Newsies. Yeah, the ba- oh, you you saw them on? They were filming on the back lot. It, yeah, it was the back lot thing. It was probably about a four second little sweep by, and they were just you know walking around in old timey costumes, you know, drinking out of w- bottled water. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean that that is a, a good backlot for that. I mean, there's a lot of city scenes in that, and you know the Universal backlot is doubled for lots of things. It's actually if you haven't been on that tour, it really is a great tour. Like the the ride stuff at Universal Studios is dumb, but it's really a classic thing. You'll see a lot of interesting things. Of course, the Back to the Future town is one of my favorites. Although they had to kind of rebuild that because it got damaged, but that's been in several films. Um, and um, also the oh the Psycho House oh it's so good like the house from the movie Psycho which is playing in a couple of weeks here um, in Oakland California I'm gonna go see that September it's September 11th today obviously uh, and that's uh, gonna be a couple of weeks later so if you're in Oakland California me Lee Golden the host of Morning Handsome I'm gonna be Fridays uh, September 23rd I'm gonna be like <coughs> I was trying to tell you to stop I knew I had to cough and I was like no dude stop this all right. <laughs> what, stop plugging someone else's shit? What? What do you mean? Oh, oh trying to tell me to stop the Stop the, recording. yes, because I had to cough. Okay. I thought if you had a, you know. Oh, no, it. don't worry about it. Everyone, it's okay, right? All right, back to the show. Anyway, I'll be there watching Psycho, the movie, which is a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. Even if you know the ending, which is cool, like, you know, you should still see it. It's pretty legit. Oh, okay. That's, uh, I don't know yeah. if I was, I was... I was getting some tea. I'm sorry. I was taking a little bit of repose from that cough. Wanted to... So even if up. you're listening to this, like, you know, years later, like, just go rent Psycho or watch it in your brain. Whatever. Are you talking about the, the the old one, right? The original and not the remake with uh, somebody famous, right? Yeah. Uh, Vince Vaughn is plays Norman Bates in the remake. It's actually really interesting. Um, that movie, they shot for shot remade the movie. Um, except they added like the weirdest little things in there. Um, yeah, like uh, when he went to the peephole, it was more like obvious that he was, he was jerking, jerking off. off. It's like, yeah. uh, that's not that? really. I kind of like the minimalism of the last one there. That you don't hear the like. Yeah, the exactly. And you knew it was just somebody's mouth like that in the sound effects studio. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you don't know, there's like a scene in the original Psycho where like he looks at the main character, uh, Janet Lee, through uh, a peephole. And they shot for shot, like, did the same scene in the new version, but it's in color, and there's just, like, like jerking off. Yeah, it's, it's a very apparent jerk. I've made that sound many times. I can recognize that sound. And Vince Vaughn is, like, he's, like, he, he's like creepy and awkward in that movie, but in a really different way that that um, Norm, Bates. Norm Bates was in the original, Anthony Perkins, who's, like, a really scrawny-looking guy. And, like, Vince Vaughn's, like, a pretty big guy, so he's, like, more overtly creepy. Also, the clothes are, like, really... Weird '90s throwback to the '60s clothes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 
Neo retro. Yeah, that have aged really poorly. But I mean, if you're a fan of the original Psycho, you should check it out just because it's like it's really interesting. Um, you know, Roger Ebert had like a really interesting quote about it, where he said that it reminds him of the story of the musician um, who was training a young musician and makes him play this music, and he plays every note absolutely perfect, and the uh, teacher says to the the student, you know, excellent work. You can play the notes. Maybe someday you can play the music. I think that was Mr. Holland's opus now, wasn't it? Is that, that's not Mr. Holland's opus. I don't know. That's I, like a real just, thing that happened. Oh, it really happened. Okay. Um, Mr. Holland's opus. That's um, where the guy from Jaws um, is a teacher. Yeah, Richard Dreyer. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of pulled it all back to that Universal Studios shout out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaws. Yeah, Richard Dreyer. Best movie about a fish ever made. Yeah. Is a shark a fish? Yeah, shark's a fish. Shark is a fish. Okay, cool. Sharks are fish um, and more. Uh, we'll be right back on Morning Handsome. So we just got a uh, follow-up text message from my mom about her uh, list of the uh, top hottest guys. And uh, she really emphatically texted me, um, I forgot Daniel Craig. Oh, Daniel Craig, yeah, Bond, new Bond. So she's like, she likes the first Bond, and she likes the the current Bond. Wow. Yeah, both yeah. ends of the spectrum. Yeah, and she's 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 down, I guess. Anyway, enough about <laughs> my mom thinking James Bond's hot, and uh, on to Burning Man. Um, a lot of people I know went to Burning Man this week uh, from all strata of life, you know, from my boss it's and really my boss's boss, like everybody was going to Burning Man, and every time Burning Man happens, everyone tells me how much I need to go, and each time that's explained to me, I feel like <laughs> I want to go less and less. Yeah, because, you know, the thing is, is like the community just brings itself together, and we come together. It just sounds filthy. I just, I'm like, really, <laughs> I'm really like neurotic about that. Like, I just want to be clean. Like, they're I hate like having sand in my crotch. <laughs> that's the thing. So, like, they go, uh, they're like, oh, well, it's great, and you're out on the playa, and there's music, and uh, but there's a lot of dust. Uh, this is so <laughs> terrible. You were, you were just pointing out how there's like a duster in every room in my life. Like, uh, yeah, I was. You, you seem like a man who doesn't much care for dust. No, and it's. I also seem like a man who just is played by it. Like it's everywhere. It's just, there's really a lot of it in my life. I feel. Um, so I, I I like those dusters. I had a friend once. Um, yeah. We'll bring him on the show, and he once got that computer cleaner stuff, and was driving home, and just started huffing, started huffing, and he just drove into a retaining wall, um, after swerving and hitting a parked Honda, and then swerving onto the other side of the street, the opposite side of the street, and crashing into this retaining wall. And he had, like, a pipe in his trunk of his car. And when the cops were, like, saying, uh, what the hell is this? And he's like, oh, it's my pipe. Can I, can I keep that? And they were like, uh, no, you can't keep that. Um, I'm lost. I zoned out when I got some water. Who are we talking about? This is my pal uh, who was huffing um, computer cleaner. Remember, we were talking oh, about yes, dust yes, and like yes. how I hate dust. When we huffed some this dust. Is, this is <laughs> you know, really stimulating first. talk show conversation here on Morning Handsome. Dust, how it gets in your life and how to get it out. Literally minutia. Yeah, because we were talking about the burning man. And, you know, we... We we our head of marketing goes there and like our at this unnamed company that I will not tell you where we work because it should not be revealed. Yeah. Um, but I do appreciate the boho spirit, the bohemian spirit, which is why I'm like a big fan of this topless Pulp Fiction appreciation thing that I saw about in the Huff Post. 
where it's like these women are they go and they read like old pulp fiction like not the movie script but they read actual um fiction printed on pulp, pulp. Yeah. yeah pulp fiction and they do it while showing their boobs and there's just some beautiful women and they're reading some cool books and i don't know if they're doing this as affect like oh what if we were the kind of girls who would take their tops off like yeah. they're like well, what do you like more do you i mean like do you like uh yeah it's cool literature or you're like nah some tits because after a while, the tits, I gotta say, it's like, there's more tits. I appreciate kinda... this kind of girl that's like into like literature and a hard R, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It seems kind of skanky to me. I don't know. It's classy. On the spectrum of like, of, of, of women, it's pretty skanky, but on the spectrum of women who take their tops off, like, it's pretty, it's pretty legit. Like, compared to like, um,. All, all the pictures though look strippers like strippers or yeah. French girls. Like I would say, like the the Pulp Fiction topless girls. Like they seem like they actually seem like the most classy or like like they're at least doing it for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah. It just basically looks like something that would be on like the back of an American Apparel ad, kind of. But imagine if American Apparel could show tits. Right. It right. was like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just commentary. That's what I thought. So you're saying that these women who were at this event looked like they were the beauty of models, which they were. They were like these. They could have been models. Maybe not, you know, the kind of models you're talking about, but like suicide girls. I don't know. You know they were like of that. There was a of, wide spectrum. Yes. Yeah. There was some beautiful women. I mean, I get there was probably some ones that we you know didn't make the cut. You know, of pictures. There's a few, but that's all right. That's neither here nor there. I'm just always a fan of like one a news organization, even one that's like I'm doing air quotes um, news as Huffington Post. Like you know, it's good to know that there's all, they're always looking for an excuse to have nudity. Just like Life Magazine always had the streaker photo essays of people yeah. streaking. Like this is all like, a time where we can. You do nudity in Life magazine. Yeah, but it's good, though, because you don't have to see any penises in this one. Right, right. They're like, because, you know, they're like, oh, well, to be fair, we got to show a guy with a penis. But they usually have, like, like, the British cop, like, putting his, you know, like, hat over, like, the dude's dongle, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about this, like, when you're <laughs> when you're looking at the, uh, the topless. Why do you think that every male streaker is, like, on, like, some pitch in Ireland or something running on a soccer field? That that is why. It's the only male straight. Okay. Well. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's just the classic one you see, like the nude guy evading police for hella days. You know. Yeah. Nude man on field evades police. It's like because no one really wants to tackle him. Yeah. No one. Yeah. Exactly. He's. He's. Yeah. Sometimes he's a hard guy to wrangle. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oiled himself up beforehand. Just like oh, get some butter on these arms. Make so- it extra hard. So, um, Burning Man, is it really, like, as cool as, like, everyone says? Like, Oh, we're still on Burning Man. I don't know how we got here, but, yeah, Burning Man, I don't know. I have, I kind of want to go, but it's, like, I think that that's just because I've been told I want to go. I want to go as, like, a journalist and investigate, you know, as a morning handsome kind of, like, uh, investigative report. What the hell is this shit all about? But <laughs> I don't want all my equipment getting fucking dusty. Yeah, <laughs> and that's well, you should just go out to Burning Man, like, when Burning Man's not there, and you're like, I'm here to report there's not shit here. I don't know what everyone's raving about, Burning Man. Yeah. Anyway, I like topless Pulp Fiction. Yeah, because that, that kind of bohemia is, like, that's, like, a a, a day event like that those girls they set aside maybe two and a half three hours maybe someone was there for six to eight hours but for most of them it was like a lark like you know let's get topless let's go read some you know yeah pulp comic yeah because a lot of them were just like in amazon a park. women from They're outer like, space hey ladies in a park if we give you a book 
and it's, it's this is artistic, right? What a what a great con! Whoever set this up, they're like, and they all look very clean. Like whenever they, sh- I see a picture from <laughs> from uh, from from the uh, the Burning Man. Like those chicks just look like look covered in like dirt. And I was like, I it's mean, the soot, you know, you gotta <laughs> embrace that. That's part of the earth. And you know, if you've ever been there, if you know what I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta realize that you embrace the earth. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's kind of eerie. Like if you meet a girl and you're like, you know, she wouldn't really be the girl for me. She just I just need to hose her down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I wonder if there's probably some sort of flotilla, or is there's got to be some sort of shower place. You know, like free showers because it's part of the like uh, float. You know, we should get a um, like one of those water tanks that's like in the Polish Shore movie in the army now, and uh, you know, get it. It's army surplus like water tank. And just go to Burning Man and offer to hose hot girls down. For purely hygienic purposes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We make it like this whole nonprofit organization. So, like, (laughs) half your money goes to charity for women who can't bathe themselves in India? (laughs) 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 Millions of women across the world suffer from Sandy Vagina every day. For your small donation... You can help clean sandy vaginas all across the world. You'll receive a picture of the sandy vagina that you helped save. The small donation. And for a few dollars more, you can save two sandy vaginas. Oh my gosh. Two for one vaginas. We'll be right back on Morning Handsome. 